This is Saster's Founders Favorite Series, where you can hear some of the best of the best from Saster speakers. This is where the cloud meets. You know the deal. Your project is due EOD, but the stakeholder with the answers you need is MIA. Well, there's a better way. Guru is the knowledge management solution that delivers the information you need, when and where you need it. Guru lets your team capture information instantly, wherever it surfaces. Slack, Gmail, Salesforce, Microsoft Outlook coming soon, and more. Up today, Initialized Capital, co-founder and managing partner, Gary Tan. Hi, everyone. My name is Gary Tan, and thank you so much for joining us. I know we all wanted to be in person, and I'd like to actually start with sort of a hats off to this whole Saster team. I mean, thank you to the organizers for this event, for turning on a dime and turning it into something that's free, like a true resource that, well, helps us be together in a time when we can't really be in person. So it's uh, amazing work. Thank you, Saster team. And thanks to Jason Lemkin, too. It's uh, really an honor to be here. You know, in sort of honor of the broader theme, bridging the gap, you know, we wanted to talk about what are the things that we're seeing in our portfolio. I run a venture firm called Initialized Capital. Uh, we're a generalist firm that does very early stage. So sort of the first check into companies like Instacart and Coinbase. Um, we're not focused on a particular set, uh, sector. We do SaaS, we do consumer, we do enterprise. Our overall focus is software sort of changing the whole world. And we're going to talk a lot more about that in this session today. So thank you all for joining us. You know, we obviously have been talking about the new normal for a while, but I don't know about you. Um, you know, it feels like the first week of getting into this was really about being dragged sort of kicking and screaming. You know, I, I think as knowledge workers, we are incredibly privileged. I mean, thank you to all of the people out there who are essential workers. Um, it's really a crazy privilege for us to be able to work from home, to be able to work, you know, quite in this way. And now that we're more than a month into it, I'm feel, I am feeling like we are um, entering this point where, you know, it's starting to feel normal. But, you know, we're still seeing across the whole portfolio, people just deal with new, new things. Like this is such a new and different thing that is sort of unparalleled in modern society. And so let's talk a little bit about how to prepare. You know, we are truly all in this together. And, you know, for the startups in the audience, uh, it bears repeating that, you know, a startup only dies when the founders and the team, you know, they either decide to quit or the company runs out of money. And so with that in mind, really take care of yourselves, you know, take care of your team, take care of your family. We're going to talk about this later, but, you know, really secure your own mask first before helping others. And that, you know, that's just prudent advice. But after you do that, you know, definitely take care of the people around you. And then we can get to the other side of this recovery. When it comes to runway, you know, what we're telling people across our portfolio is get to 18 to 30 months of runway if you can. If you have some way to get to 30, uh, that will really put you in a much better position. And I know it's hard, right? It's, I know, you know, and that's why 18 is uh, often what a lot of people are trying to get to. Um, that might mean raising inside rounds, that might be trying to get more revenue and trying to get growth even in the hardest possible time to get growth. You've got to do it. 
The other thing I really want to emphasize here, and you know, we do have a number of portfolio founders and managers who they don't have kids. And I want to really call out the parents in the audience right now. You know, you guys are having it really, really hard. I mean, I have two kids, a four-year-old and a 10-month-old and no childcare, no school, and so much to sort of balance right now. I think it's something that we have to pause and really think about. Really, if you haven't said something to your team about that, if you haven't acknowledged the parents on your team, now's the time to do that. It's such an important thing to realize, like people are really having a hard time right now. The only other thing that, um, you know, in terms of preparation that I found a lot of value in and people in our initialized network have found incredible value in is coaching. There's a company called Torch.io that I've used for uh, years at this point. Um, they do now b both uh, individualized executive coaching, but also small group coaching. They're actually doing a one-time far lower cost thing that's a lot more like Stanford T groups. So if, you're, uh, if you haven't heard of Stanford T groups, they're sort of this life-changing type of way for people um, you know, who are really peers. They'll try and match you up with other founders or other managers uh, who are like you. And you'll go in small groups on Zoom to be able to talk about exactly what you're going through as a manager, as a leader, but sometimes even just, you know, you, you know, your life, right? Like what's going on with you? And I think everyone's having a hard time and it, it helps to have that resource. So torch.io, I highly recommend it. I've gotten so much out of it. And, you know, our business, business is actually very, very squishy. And especially in hard times like this, it's time to sort of acknowledge the inner work that we need to do. The inner work allows us to do the outer work. You know, sort of on that note, I kind of want to walk through some of the feelings that actually I felt probably a lot of you are feeling and people on our teams are feeling. And that's going to sort of point the way on how do we properly prepare. The first is sort of self-evident, right? I mean, it's fear. We're in quarantine, we're watching the news, every other day is some sort of crazy trash fire. You know, we've had so many mixed messages about our personal safety and frankly, they're worried. You know, there are people on your team now who are terrified about losing their jobs. They have family members who are at risk, both personally and professionally. And as a leader, and it, you know, this is so obvious to say, but you have to do it. You have to consciously decide to do this. You have to tell them, hey, I'm here for you. I'm a human being, right? Like I'm, you can be vulnerable with them. Like what are your fears? What are your, what are the things that are going on in your life? And if you are vulnerable in that way, then you can model strength, right? Here's what I'm doing and, you know, what's going on in your life. If you can do vulnerability and strength, then you're going to get a lot back. You're going to make people feel connected to you because they will actually be emotionally connected to you. That's the vulnerability piece. And so I really encourage you to just take a moment and do that with your team. Next is honestly like an incredible feeling of clarity. And I think this will only intensify as, you know, we're going to go through the next months. The, the coming months are just going to be more and more intense for this sort of clarity. And, you know, I put Steve Jobs up here because I really feel like 
you know, what he said in that Stanford graduation speech really applies here. It's that, you know, death is the single greatest invention of life. You know, uh, you're, what you're going to find, and you may have already found this for yourself, that your priorities will shift. You'll realize maybe you're not spending a t- enough time with the people you really care about in your life. People will have lost loved ones. And this is very, very traumatic. And this will sort of make you spend a lot of time thinking about, well, what am I doing with my life? And am I doing the things that I was sort of put on this earth to do? And that will give people clarity, but be forewarned, this type of clarity, you might not want it. You might not like it. It might not be what you're expecting. And so expect the unexpected, ask questions, and don't be surprised at those answers. Um, The best thing we can do with this clarity is invite change and accept it. You know, people will be truer to you and true to the, with themselves now more than ever. This is a true opportunity to cut through the BS. And finally, I mean, really, I felt this for my team and I feel this for every single founder and all the people who work at initialized companies. It's this deep sense of gratitude because those of us that will survive this and statistically, you know, it's, most of us, thankfully, right? We will have a very refined sense of this uh, redefined sort of sense of gratitude. You know, show them kindness and people will be grateful in return. You know, I think that that's the one concrete thing to sort of focus on here. Um, If you show gratitude to your team, you know, gratitude begets gratitude and they will be thankful to you. And there is a lot to be thankful for. I, I know that that's true for me. And I know that's true for a lot of you watching right now. Well, we've gotten through, I mean, a lot of the feels and now it's, you know, it's business time, right? Like how do we actually secure the mask? How do we actually, you know, sort of secure your mask, you know, secure your bag, right? I mean, that's sort of both ways. Let's start with like the frank reality of it first. I mean, like people are busy on an airline they always announce, please secure your mask before helping your seatmates. We're right there. We are right there. Like it or not, that's where we're at. And, you know, people's home bases are burning. Like businesses are dying. People are running out of cash. And so if you are relying on someone else, this is the, probably the most challenging time to rely on other businesses and other partners. If you're fundraising, if you're doing enterprise sales, if you're trying to get partnerships done, I mean, you're already seeing it. It's going to be harder than before by a lot. But there are things we can do to sort of combat that. And honestly, the number one thing that you're seeing, a lot of you are already doing this is, you know, we are at home. We have the privilege of being knowledge workers and a lot of you can sell purely online. Do that, go after them. Now's the time to pursue trade press. Now's the time to double down on content, on education, on webinars. That stuff is working actually. Like the good thing that I can report, like the good news I have is that we're all sort of going through this right now. And then really the next step to securing your mask is really if you can grow right now, really try, right? Like it, it, there, I, we definitely run into some people who s- just sort of like throw their hands up. Before you do that, try to grow. And here's why. There's really sort of three types of scenarios for companies that we're seeing across the portfolio. Some are very 
very challenged. They're incredibly beleaguered because their existing customers are suffering and they're canceling, they're deferring payments, right? Honestly, you have to be in survival mode there. That's just what we're seeing. And then the other two, there are companies that are, you know, treading water and they're worried that, you know, hey, we're not going to be able to grow right now. My overall sense for them, though, is that this is actually going to be okay. Uh, what you can do if you are going to have really difficult times growing right now is you can sort of go back and repair the home base, right? There, this is a time where people are actually preparing for great growth later. And off the bat, we, there are actually companies that came in and thought that they would be neutral, but they're able to actually continue to grow. And that's very powerful. And, if, and then the, the reality is if you can't grow, you really need to do whatever you can to invest into product and process and people so that you can have this incredible rise when the recovery occurs. It might be far out, but that gives you six, nine, maybe 18, so you know, possibly 24 months of time to really show that ramp out. And that's what investors will be really looking for. I hesitate to say free pass for no growth, but raising money is often about the narrative. This is actually a great time you know, to piggyback on that idea. The best thing you can do is actually really double down on product and engineering, right? Like there are teams that I'm working with that they've been running a mile a minute on the operations and it's been really hard to keep quality up. Now's the time where they can really deeply invest into technical debt and, you know, sort of fixing the things that they just have never been able to get to. And that's going to set them up for success for that sort of rise coming out. Um, it might be new technologies or new products, but often it's actually things that greatly increase gross margin, optimizations and cost, automation and workflow. Um, these are all very, very ripe things to keep top of mind in terms of, you know, what can you do to prepare? So the only other thing Again, I mean, so we, you know, we're on actually, I think one of the biggest Zooms that exists, which is pretty crazy to think about, you know, credit again to the Saster team. Again, getting on Zoom, getting in front of customers, getting trade press, that's all, that, that is all working. You know, webinars, investing in education. If you can get touch points with your customers right now, you're going to see a lot of value. Content marketing has never been more important. And then some basics that actually are easy to forget are you need to reassure your existing customers, hey, we're here for you. We're here through this crisis. We're going, you know, people are actually worried about their vendors and probably rightly so. A little reassurance here will go a really long way. One interesting pro tip that we've seen across the portfolio is, hey, this is actually a really good time to refocus and rewrite your marketing copy. A lot of people might have been sort of writing for this idea of enabling their customers to take advantage of some sort of like 10x or 100x sort of growth. You know, if you read that, if you reread read that today, it's going to read a little tone deaf. And what's really effective is actually to be very focused on cost savings. You know, the core value prop of your customers may have changed. So rewrite and really speak to your audience um, and get lots of practice doing that. The other thing is like, um, in sort of boom times, it's very easy to get caught up in like pitching and selling and, you know, sort of the go, go, go mentality of the sales process. And now is actually an incredibly good time to be very human with your customers. So 
don't start with the sell right off the bat. In fact, that was probably a thing that is useful for you even in a boom time. You know, have a conversation about just ask questions, like get to know the other person. And so much has changed that it's going to be a great time to build those relationships with your customers. You know, smart people definitely want to talk to smart people now more than ever. And so, you know, here are just a few more uh, pieces of advice that we've gotten from our portfolio that I just want to sort of pass along. Like now's really the time to get crispy. And what that means is, you know, let's get crispy about product. Now's the time for really crisp definition of your plans for product and team. This is a true opportunity. It's a time to focus on building. You know, like we said earlier, like it's a time to catch your breath. So many teams are overwhelmed. Now's the time to sort of overhaul, to do the things you wish you could do to sort of put you on the right uh, step. Now is also actually an incredible time. If you do have capital, this is the best hiring market that has happened since sort of 2009. And so again, invest into product and engineering. And, you know, we touched on this in terms of your conversations, those, your conversations with your customers, those conversations are going to actually drive brand new ideas about what your product needs to do. Now is also a time to really work on your team internally, right? Now's the time to get your teams to be very crispy. (laughs) Um, You know, being remote is going to require a lot more extra effort. You might not be able to spot the kind of misalignment that happens. You know, it's easy to do it in person. And now you're a month in, you need to be much more conscious of, you know, what are the things that people are not saying? What are the things that we would have lost? If you can communicate daily with your reports, like just try it out like this week, just like ping them on Slack every day, have like even a five minute Zoom conversation just to check in, right? If you had that before we went into lockdown, now's the time to spend a little bit of time and reconnect. It's been a month. People will really, really, I think you will be surprised at how much you get out of just doing that right now. And finally, how do you evaluate new plans? You know, we're having this conversation across the whole portfolio and it's really interesting. You know, are you considering a new strategy? Play the strategy out 18 to 30 months and what do you get if you get it right? And what are you sacrificing if you're wrong? Probably the number one thing that we've seen that is like sort of there be dragons is be aware and be wary of plans that sort of become a dead end later. What we're trying to find are examples, we're trying to find opportunities that create real enterprise value for your business, right? There are some interesting examples out there, right? Clubhouse, I don't know, uh, you know, it's blown up on VC Twitter. I spent two hours on it last night. It's an amazing app that it's actually sort of like a phone in how do I actually describe Clubhouse? It is actually basically audio chat rooms, but through your mobile phone. And it's taking advantage of this thing that people can't have dinner parties right now. People can't um, just network and have like interesting conversations. And they've made a place for that now. But their real challenge will be, how do we go and build this for and take advantage of this one-time zero CAC, zero customer acquisition cost sort of moment. How do we turn that into long-term value? I think they're going to be able to do it, but it's a really interesting moment for that company. And those interesting moments are happening across the whole ecosystem. This is unprecedented behavior change. People are living their lives in such a different way. But you have to ask the question, you know, when we come out of it, what does it mean? 
And then I think that, you know, most of us are working in software and this is very, very good news for us. You know, in a recovering market, I think startups are going to be at an incredible advantage. You know, there's a horrible reckoning happening across the whole economy, but out of that wreckage, there will be new automation. You know, people are going to make totally new decisions about their technology, about their point of sale, about their marketplace systems, about their workflow systems. And so we're going to see an unprecedented shift of things going from totally unstructured data to structured data accessible by API that then powers totally new marketplaces. I mean, I think that that's very, very powerful. You know, there are customers that we're not focused on innovation at all, not looking for modern solutions, they will be signing up for these things now. And our true north for this is really what's better, faster, cheaper using software. Uh, blogger and investor Ben Carlson has written an incredible blog that I really recommend you look up about uh, the roaring 20s. You know, the, the Spanish flu in, in 1918, 1919 was devastating. You know, I mean, people didn't understand what was going on. Plus world war was happening. And so, you know, 50 to hundred million people died in a 24 week period with scarcely uh, an acknowledgement of, you know, by the nations. Um, the reason why we call it Spanish flu is that Spain was the only country in the world that truly reported that the Spanish flu was happening uh, at all, which is mind boggling to me. Yet, Coming out of that time, the following decade gave us the automobile, the radio, the assembly line, the refrigerator, the washing machine, the television. I mean, this is a true shift in all of society. And with that, I know we've talked about a lot of really serious things on this, and we are all going through a lot, but I want to end with sort of this hopeful note of what will you all build next? What is the next radio? People on this Zoom right now, you're going to build the thing that's going to touch all of society. And it's really my pleasure to even have the chance to talk to you today. Thank you again for having me. Say goodbye to slip-ups. Old news is a thing of the past. With Guru's verification tool, you'll always be confident that your team's knowledge is up-to-date and accurate because it's verified by your in-house experts. Saster listeners can get Guru for free today by visiting getguru.com forward slash Saster.